This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Welcome back, DGS on Camo X. Happy Halloween. Also, we just had uh, our buddy Trish Gazelle call in, and she was taking her mom to the dentist. Uh, today is her mom's birthday. Oh. Oh. Happy birthday. Is that a great birthday or a terrible birthday because you're combining your birthday with something that other people are getting attention? Oh, you mean Halloween. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I doubt she cares because she's not, she's not 10 years old. I was thinking, why the dentist? I was thinking dentist. I'm <laughs> <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> I mean, I would never go to the dentist on my oh, birthday. Oh, look at Pat going to the dentist. Um, that's a great question because I think. I know people who are like have a Christmas birthday feel like they got screwed. Yeah, I would. Uh. I would. I think that's true. I think Halloween might be too. Because everything is about Halloween and not about a birthday party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but in my example, mine sometimes falls on Thanksgiving. And this year it does, but that doesn't matter. It just means everybody's in the same place to give me stuff. Yeah. I, I see that. <laughs> What's your birthday? I get that. Thanksgiving. What day of the month? Well, Thanksgiving. Looking, looking What's number? the number? The 23rd. Oh, that's the day after my wife's. Oh. Happy birthday to your wife in advance. Yeah. You went a long way around for that one. Yeah. Well, I didn't think it'd be that hard. <laughs> well, I, it's like, I, th- I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm brain cramping a few times this week. Yeah, you've had a rough week. Yeah. My brain's just like... I had that last week. Yeah. Yeah. This week, I'm awesome. I know. You're Uh, on your game. Okay. Andrew says we need some rulings. I get to go first. Okay. Because this makes me so mad, like Wheeler mad. Oh. And I think maybe I need to be talked off the ledge. Uh, McDonald's CEO says earnings results prove that difficult times for consumers can be a good thing for us. 
And uh, here's a picture of the a-hole. Oh, that's a punch-me-in-the-face right, look. Right, right. He needs his nose broken. Yeah. Um, I'll part that hair for him. And, yes, I did just threaten the CEO of McDonald's, so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, even if there is business truth to that, like, I'm sure the war profiteers in World War II didn't go like, you know what? With millions of people dying in Russia, it's good for the business. I yeah. mean, shut up, not dude. Publicly, not, anyway. yeah, not yeah. in public, anyway. I'm sure behind the scenes, they're clinking glasses and going, it's to us. You're charging $18 for a Big Mac combo, and you're bragging that you're... It just it infuriated me. Well, I, I, mean, I think you're right on. What was the story? I don't remember exactly, but didn't, like, the richest... 10% of Americans, like, their net wealth doubled or tripled during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems really weird. Like, that's what I don't like. I don't like that that level never takes the hit with the rest of us. True. Yeah. No, that's totally fair. Like, when we're all getting kicked in the teeth, they're all like, hey, more for us. This is great. Because they typically see it coming or the first to know. Yeah. And they're able to move their portfolios around and take advantage of whatever it is that they're going to sell. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, maybe they're we just, also own maybe everything just smarter or parts of everything. So some things go up and you get the big boost there. Yeah. Who else needs a ruling? Since we all I, I mean, I'm sure. CEO. Yeah, there's a bunch of them here. Uh, I need a ruling on concert stuff since I'm going to the Metallica shows on Friday and Sunday. Um, because some, I forget exactly which band it was, but some, a lead singer of a pretty popular rock band, it wasn't Metallica, was doing the thing where he's like, hey, listen, don't watch the concert through your camera. You're missing out on an experience, on a singular experience. And I would agree, like, if you're doing that for the whole show, that's pretty stupid. But I also think we get really extremely judgy about that stuff, like, well, what if I want to see like and remember what one amazing song was like while I was there? And I want to record during a song while I'm watching it from my vantage point, yeah. looking at the stage. and Because I, I agree that you're there for the experience. It's the whole point. If I just wanted to listen to the music, I would listen to the music in the car. You're there for the experience. But part of a great experience is remembering it. And what I'm saying is that idea that you shouldn't do those things is like saying you shouldn't go to family to get-togethers and take pictures. My thing, uh, and I said this on the air, was when Phoebe won National Honor Society, I was taping her getting the award and walking up. And, I mean, I'm sure it's on my phone somewhere, but I haven't looked at it since. And at some point, it'll be deleted. And I said, I'm not doing that again. And then I did it again when she graduated. I don't know. There's just something about it now. It's not even that I want it. I feel like if I don't record this, I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, you're a bad parent if you don't record but everything. There's no your doubt kid does. With, with the NHS and graduating, I didn't enjoy it as much because I was worried about do I need to zoom in? Do I yeah. need to zoom in? And I think that's a valid point because the part that you're paying attention to, the part you care about, is only a few seconds long. Yeah. It's not really like a concert where you're going to sit there for 90 minutes and watch 12 or 15 songs. And if you want to get the opening of the show when the lights go down and the yeah. fireworks go off and the band comes out and people are losing it, that's that's the part you want to remember. I do agree. It's If you do the whole show on your camera and that's all you do, well, then you're wasting your time. Did you already, but it's still your time, though. Did you already go see Guns N' Roses? No, they canceled. Okay. Um, 
this is probably pretty mean of me to say, but Guns N' Roses and uh, Motley Crue should retire. Oh, yeah. Because neither of their singers can sing. They're terrible. At all. They need to replace their singers. But you can't because they're so famous. Yeah. Uh, Like if I went to a bar and the real Axl Rose went up and sang Paradise City, I would feel terrible for him. Yeah, he's If he were just a random guy from a bowling alley. Yeah. No, I I mean, we all know why they do it because I I was going to go. You know, I mean, like mm-hmm. people are, we're going to go, we're going to go see the shows or at least, you know, if you, if you're like, they were playing at Bush stadium, I'm sure they had at least 40,000 seats sold. Yeah. It, I don't think it was sold out, but it was pretty, it was a good, like 75, 80, 85% of the concert, which is more seats than a ball game because I'm you got all the ones down there. Metallica can still pull it oh, off. That, well, there's a reason that they're playing at the dome and there's a reason they're doing two shows in three days. I mean, they will still fill a place up. They will still pack a place because they still sound good. And, you know, they're not much younger than those other bands. In fact, if they are, it's only by a few years. But they took better care of themselves. That it's, it Also, it depends on the, on the, on the type of, of, I think all of us were finding out, like it depends on the type of vocals you are, right? Yeah. Because the musicians, the guitarists, they all seem to be fine. Yeah. I mean, I've seen guys in their 70s and 80s as guitarists, and they still sound great. Um, I would imagine it's tough to be that kind of drummer. When you're getting older, it's a lot of work. Keith, but Keith Richards just said that arthritis has caused him to play differently, which ah. I found really interesting. Yeah, he's good enough that he can play around it, and it still sounds still sounds like Keith. Yeah, Richards. I'm sure if you're a master guitar player, you probably can tell the difference. But the average Joe fan doesn't tell the difference very well. Uh, but it's the it's it, what's interesting to me is the generations. The screamers as singers seem to be aging very poorly. Right, the Vince Neils, the Axl Roses, and that's not really James Hetfield from Metallica. He's not really a screamer. He's more of a growler. Yeah, you don't. You're not going as high, and I think it seems like the high notes are the ones that go early. Other rulings, um, you know, I I I wanted to ask you this before we move on from this. If you like, we just did the thing at the Wildy. You were up there with Jimmy doing Beatles, and then you did comedy, and then we did our like panel stuff. If you looked out into the audience and you saw a bunch of people with their phones out, like recording it, or even just holding up their phones or whatever, would you would you like that? Would that make you uncomfortable? Would you not want that? It's a good question. Um, It would it would make it would do two things. It would uh, be flattering. Like oh my god. These people think this is cool enough or maybe terrible enough to record, but it would make me very nervous. Yeah, because it's like they're going to potentially like yes. watch this again and yes. show it to people and post it online. Yes. And it's like, what if I'm not feeling my best? But what if we changed it around, Dave, and that was your full-time job? That's what you did five days, six days a week. I don't think I would. I mean, I would be in the camp. Who was it? Miranda Lambert. Why the hell do I know her name? Um, <laughs> who went off like, hey. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. On the people that were yeah. they were taking pictures. I would be the opposite. At her show. Like, if you're paying to see me, knock yourselves out. Yeah. You want to dance, dance. You want to sit in your seat, sit in your seat. You want to tape, tape. That's what I'm getting at at the root of all of this is stop judging how people enjoy a show. Right? If If... Like someone holding up their camera is not blocking anyone else's view. It's a few inches across. It's not that big of a change versus the person that's two feet from you singing their ass off and they are 
interrupting your enjoyment of what's happening there. Why is one okay and the other not? Mm-hmm. Well, because would... my holding the phone up a little bit is not getting in anyone's way. But that person next to me screaming out the lyrics with the singer, and I'm hearing as much of that person next to me as I am the person on the stage that I paid to see. Why is one okay and the other one considered a faux pas? Well, I would think because uh, because one is is affecting you and the other is not. Um, and then as far as the taping, I think it's more of a faux pas with the performer. Okay. As opposed to your fellow concert goers. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, we're all little bitches. We all just complain about everything. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, so you're at the Metallica concert and you're really having fun. And someone three rows away is taping the entire thing. You would think that it would be, well, why do I care? I don't know that person. They're not even near me. It's not in my view. But being annoyed and being snarky, which I know a little something about, uh, because it's the way I'm built and always has been, but everyone has sort of reached Dave Glover levels of snark. Just through social media and TikTok and content creators. So I think now that whatever we do, uh, we see it through the the these snark glasses that we've put on. And uh, I think that's probably the answer to why people do that, why they're annoyed by things that truly don't affect their lives. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm way more annoyed at a concert by the people that are there that are way too drunk. And they're bumping into people I and they're that. stumbling. But you don't see people stopping the show being like, hey, you shouldn't drink so much. Get that guy out of there. I mean, like. Why do we pick this one thing? And I know why. Because it's new. It's newer than the other phenomenon. We grew up with the extra drunk guy at our shows. We grew up with the goofball singing as loud as the singer right next to you. We didn't grow up with cell phones. So people in that generation are like, well, stop putting out your phones and stop. But that's part. I mean, if we're going to say that it's about the experience, my experience or my desired experience may not be the exact same as yours. And I would argue that if a person's not interrupting you in any way, then leave them alone. Can I complain about something? Sure. Um, So being the father of a freshman in college, I'm doing everything I can to be like present and helpful and all that stuff. And I started uh, sending Phoebe and her roommates treats. And so far I've sent them through Harry and David. And I sent them a bunch of moose munch and it was supposed to be delivered last week. And it wasn't. And so I went on the website. And first you have to talk to a bot. Mm-hmm. And you know the bot's not going to know anything. And it didn't. And it was like, do you want to talk to a person? I'm like, sure, bot. And then the person got on. And I still think it was a bot. I think it was AI. Yeah, it was AI. And then they said, oh, our systems are down. We can't help you out. So I did it two more times. And last night, supposedly speaking to a human, they're like, oh, we're so sorry. We can send your recipient an apology letter. And I'm like, shut up. I don't want an apology letter. I want the friggin' moose munch delivered. Give them this. I know you got it. Just give it to them. And they kept saying, sorry, it arrived late. And I'm like, and I even said, you've said three times it arrived late. So it's arrived. No. Yeah. Not there. When will it be there? By the end of business uh, today, which it wasn't, and it's still not. Here's my beef. During that time that I'm waiting for my friggin' moose munch to be delivered, and I'm talking to bots 
and evidently really stupid humans, the CEO of Harry and David has sent me four email like, hey, valued customer. Would you like to buy the more? The holidays are coming up <laughs> and our spice cake. And I'm like, hey, why don't you get on the phone with me, Dude, jackass? That's the <laughs> worst. I did that. It's not the same complaint. I buy the I buy the my new t-shirts I buy online because they're awesome. But good God, I get four messages from that company every day. I'm like, dude, I just bought nine shirts from you two weeks ago. You think I'm ready to buy more now? <laughs> like maybe put it on pause for a few months. Right. I mean, I literally just bought nine shirts. <laughs> what? Read the room. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, guess what, buddy? Your favorites are four percent off. Like, okay, guy. Yeah, after buying nine shirts, you. <laughs> Two days later, like I, you know what? Maybe well, and I, I bought six like five months ago. So I mean, I've got, how often do you think I go through these things? <laughs> I don't know. Dummies. I know the AI is supposed to be better and everything, but customer service is worse now than it's ever been. Ever been in the history of business, and it's not yeah. even close. I mean, remember when I had the the problems with DoorDash and they they banned me and they couldn't tell me why and all that stuff. The hours that I spent on two because they have two completely separate companies for customer service. Uh, with both of them, and at the end of it, every time they would they would just literally like throw up their hands. I didn't think that was an option. I didn't think customer service, the yeah. The, yeah. the service that exists to serve the customer, I didn't know it was possible. Like I, I didn't know it was allowed for them to just yeah. throw their hands up and go, "We don't know." Well, we it can't used, help you. It used to be shameful to treat your customers poorly, and now there's just no shame. It's a good point. Yep, because it used to be that the standard of care was so high and now the standard of customer service is so low that i'm sure harry and david think like oh we're killing it yeah compared to everybody else yeah well and there used not. to be genuine competition sure but the problem is yeah. it's either harry or david <laughs> i just put it on the guys named harry one of those jackasses <laughs> uh tell you guys about biobalance health and biobalance skin uh here's my bottom line it's the real deal it actually works i have spent Probably thousands of dollars over the years. Uh, you know what it's like. You're on social media or you're watching TV and there's a beautiful person and they're like, well, you know what? With oil of Olay, blah, blah. And I'm like, ding, ding, click, 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 buying oil of, oil of Olay. And for the most part, according to my sources at Bio, it really doesn't work. It may make you feel better for a day. It may make you feel better while you put it on and you go to sleep and you got the cream on your face or on your eyes. What they do at Bio actually works. The chemical peels have worked for me. The laser treatments have worked for me. Uh, mine, I'm not so wrinkly. You know, I kind of won the lottery on that one so far. But uh, the sunspots, the age spots from being out in the sun all the time and, and frankly, not having hair in my head, those were really bothering me. And I'd say they're 80 to 90% gone, all from the treatments I've had there. Uh, the testosterone pellets. We just had Trish call in. She's been getting them for about four years. I've been getting them about three years. I'm going in on December 8th to get my new ones. Unlike the testosterone shots, which I've also had, and you feel like hell on wheels for about 10 days, and then you feel like hell when it goes away. The testosterone pellets are even. In fact, I'm overdue for mine right now, but I'm not feeling different. I'm not feeling awful. But when I get them within a couple of weeks, there will be a slight uh, uptick. But my point is, you're once you, you start getting them, well, I don't know what it is, the half-life or what the hell it is, but you just feel consistently better. BiobalanceHealth.com. Want a couple of Halloween fun facts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Another, neither of them are very fun. <laughs> oh. Uh, so they're just facts. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they're kind of depressing. Uh, kids collect anywhere between 3,500 and 7,000 calories of candy on Halloween, which sounds low to me. 3,500? Yeah. That's just like a big meal. Yeah. That's like 10 candy bars. I, I think know. I've eaten 3,500 in candy today. <laughs> uh, how many miles would you have to walk? Do you think to burn off seven thousand calories? Oh, a lot. Um, I learned this. <laughs> I learned a version of this in college. We were on a flight to a road trip, and I ordered a Coke. And our strength coach was next to me. He goes, uh, "When we land, you're going to run a mile if you drink that, because that's how much it takes to burn that." Oh, and I'm like, "I'll take the diet." <laughs> <laughs> so it's got to be. I don't know. It's got. It, I don't want to try to do math on I'll the radio because that's terrible. It's got to be like fifteen, twenty miles. A hundred and eighty. Oh man. That's it. Like, I don't think I eat 7,000 calories very often in a day. No. I'm sure there have been days where I, you know, went crazy. 180 miles. Yeah. I have tricked myself into thinking that uh, walking is something that will get you, like, into good shape and, you know, get you to lose some weight and stuff like that. And it's it's it doesn't do it, man. Well, it can. You just I gotta mean, do it, a lot of it. Yeah, and it and it it's not bad for you, of course. It's good for you, and it's it's you really feels nice. You're on quite a rant here. <laughs> I just mean I just mean <laughs> stop Listen, walking, folks, people. Exercise is a lie. Thinking you're gonna drop sixty pounds just walking, which no one told me I would, but I was like, I bet I will. <laughs> uh, here's the other one. This one kind of reminds me of my original story I wrote that I'll uh, narrate for you at 4 p.m. for Halloween. Uh, dead people get goosebumps. Oh, man. I don't know how to feel about that. I hate that. I know. I feel bad. I feel bad about it. Like when it's cold? Uh, no, that's a decent question, though. Um, when we when when living people get it, it's a nervous system reaction to external stimuli, stimuli like the cold or mm-hmm. the, like the touch of another person. In the dead, it's part of rigor mortis. Okay. So when people are going through rigor mortis, rigor, I'm hard time saying that, don't rigor I? Rigor mortis. They get goosebumps. Here's another thing about dead bodies. I should have asked uh, Greg from Cutis the other day, but I'm darkly fascinated with uh, post rigor mortis, like how pliable. Once you go through it, and let's say you're embalmed in the whole thing, and you're in the casket, like, can you just bend people around like you would a regular person? Mm-hmm. How long do they stay like that? No idea. Mm-hmm. That's really upsetting to think about. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. not bother me. Doesn't bother you to think about, like... You being dead and somebody's... No, because I'll be dead. Bending you in half to stick in a <laughs> trunk? I'll be, I'll be dead. <laughs> I won't care. A guy in Florida was arrested for public urination while dressed as a banana. <laughs> Why is that funny? That's a rough night in prison. <laughs> <laughs> the dumb part was he was right across the street from a row of 10 porta-potties. Oh, Florida man always does it. That's... That's some drunk. Yeah. Speaking of dead bodies, the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean ride mm-hmm. uh, originally featured real human remains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. I thought it was a rumor, but that's true. Yeah. Huh. I just thought that was just one of those rumor mill things. But, you know, back in the day, people did really crazy Yeah, stuff. wasn't that the thing about uh, poltergeist? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. That, that just came out the other yeah. uh, week that they were using real human remains for poltergeist, which I find really ironic. And they, I don't think they told the actors. No, they didn't. They didn't. Which is super ironic because the whole point of poltergeist is that you disturb 
human resting places, and it causes horrible problems for you. I thought this was kind of odd. Deodorant sales are booming again post-COVID uh-huh. because people are going back to work, and uh, the company that does degree deodorant acts body have seen a 10% bump. Okay, if I'm staying home, I may wear my home cozies, but I'm washing and brushing my teeth and putting on deodorant, right? Mm-hmm. Do you guys like not put on deodorant on the weekends? If, sometimes no. Oh boy. You know what? Yeah. If I'm I mean, staying... when I shower, but if I'm not doing anything, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, you know what? I'm. I. I I'll do that too. I'll not put on deodorant if I'm just going to be. Because I. I I'm think it's with a couple of lazy, dirty people. Here. <laughs> I trick myself. Here's what I do. Here's what I do. You trick yourself about your own smell. I trick myself I don't th- into I don't thinking. Think I smell. Yeah, because I'm not sweating or anything. I trick myself into thinking that I need, like, my skin needs a break, right, from oh, the irritants uh, of no. the deodorant. I'm not so buying I, that. I trick myself, like... <laughs> your body needs a break? Yeah. yeah, like, if it's probably good to take a day off here and there. Okay, you're I'm pretty confident that if I did smell, <laughs> that my wife would tell me, because she's very honest with me about those types of things. Hmm. I guess then when, on the occasion when I do hmm. smell, I get told, and I deserve it. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> Just, I like honesty, man. I have to, it's I the best it. thing ever. You're like, dude, if I, you guys, if I ever walk in here and I smell, you should tell me. You're like, dude, you stink. I'll be like, oh, no. You want to hear the most expensive movie, movie memorabilia items? I want to hear about the movie. I would like to hear about the, the movies as well. Uh, was one of them the, um, I'm sorry, I can't remember. It's a stupid thing. It was a stupid thing that just sold for like millions of dollars. What is it? What's on the. Wow. <laughs> I know, dude. That's why I said I'm sorry. You really went all the way around. That's why I said, he's like, Sorry. oh yeah, there was this really awesome thing, and oh, I can't think about as it. Soon Let's as talk I about started, it. I was like, let I don't me, have this. Let me just plot that out. <laughs> so you started out making fun of me for saying <laughs> "moomy," <laughs> and then you went into a fact that you only half-ass knew, and it turned out you didn't know at all. Didn't know the and first bailed on the whole then thing. You went back to <laughs> pretending to be normal, like. Why don't you tell me about the movie items, Dave? <laughs> so anyway, you, you said you had some uh, memorabilia? That's so great. Oh, no. <sighs> it's a good thing I speak, Andrew. <laughs> uh, Ten to one. Well, the ruby slippers were $2 million. Oh, Oof. that was pretty recent. That might have been what you were thinking of. Uh, R2-D2 is $2.7 million. Oh, I would have paid more. Yeah, I'd have paid more. The Cowardly Lion costume was $3 million. Ugh. An X-Wing model used in uh, the original Star Wars was $3 million. Oh, that that's was the, recent, too. That's the one I was thinking of. Uh, Sam's Piano in Casablanca was three point four. Nice. Audrey Hepburn's dress in My Fair Lady was three point seven. Is there a piece of, me- of movie memorabilia that you would pay... Like millions of dollars for? Not really. I was like, joking there, about the R2 thing. Is there a movie that you're that interested in that you're like, I man, it would be so cool to have the well, suit that Keanu wears and John Wick or whatever. Buy, uh, if you've seen the movie uh, Wedding Crashers and the part where they're at the, the governor's mansion, senator, whatever, and they're going to play football. And Vin, they're both wearing the dumbest outfits ever. And Vince Vaughn's wearing this ridiculous, it looks like he's dressed for Easter and he's five years old. That outfit was for sale for like $300. And I was going to buy it. And Marine said, are you going to wear it? Like, what? You, what's the purpose? Like, when people come over for a barbecue, you're like, hold on, let me go to show you something. Hey, and Jake I'm like, yeah, 100%. Like, that's, <laughs> that's so worth it. 
$300,000. So if I had a lot of money, I would buy most of these things. Okay. Um, here are the top ones. The Maltese Falcon was $4 million. Marilyn Monroe's iconic white dress from the seven-year itch, the one where it uh, blows up with the, the street mm-hmm. stuff, 4.6. Robbie the Robot from Forbidden Planet, 5.3. And the most expensive ever was James Bond's Aston Martin from Goldfinger for $6.4 million. That one is maybe worth it more than some of the other ones. <laughs> you could actually ride around in it. Yeah. That'd be fun. You both seem really dumb to me today. I'm not going to sit here and lie about it. You're having yeah. your own conversations like, you know, the car <laughs> seems more worth it than the dress. You know, I feel like. And then Wheels said, because you can ride around in it. Yeah. And then I, I, I thought like, that was a good point. Mm. He's right. You know what? <laughs> Compare. <laughs> look. Look. When you're having a conversation with Andrew, you're right. <laughs> Relatively, that was a good point. That was insight, Dave. <laughs> you said movie. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. We didn't turn into like 13-year-olds for about five fun, minutes. I have a fun fact about a, about a movie. Broccoli, broccoli, broccoli. I forgot it. Please continue. <laughs> Is that how that translates into pretty English? Much. Yeah. Pretty That's much. about what I said. Woo. Tell you guys about my friend Susanel Ward. And so here's the way that these live endorsements work. Nine out of ten times, uh, a salesperson will a salesperson will come to me and say, Hey, uh, the Keebler elves would like you to talk about Keebler cookies. And I say, Oh, wow, I, I like uh, Keebler cookies. And then you meet with the elves and they tell you how you make them, and then you go and you do live endorsements, and you guys go and you buy Keebler cookies. With Susan L. Ward, uh, I had known Susan for 30 years easy. And having been a former divorce attorney, I knew her reputation. And so when uh, someone came to me, I'm like, look, save the sales pitch to me. I know Susan. I would be proud to represent her. And that's been years and years and years ago. So it's a sad thing. When people get divorced, been there, and it's always a sad thing, even if it's amicable, uh, and Susan gets that. There are, when you say divorce, it it's it's like saying cookies. It, it could mean anything. It could be completely amicable, agreed to, and non-contested. It could be the biggest fight anyone's ever had. It could involve abuse or addiction issues or, uh, God forbid, something with the children. Whatever it is, Susan has been there, done it. She has seen it. She has adjudicated it uh, a thousand times over. If you can hear my voice in the state of Missouri, then she can do your divorce. She has multiple satellite offices. She can meet you there. If you want to call her and get a free consultation. Just mention me and they'll set it up for you. 314-783-9400 stlfamilylaw.com Alright. Turns out I need one more ruling. Gwyneth Paltrow has this company Goop. Uh-huh. And uh, they do a uh, holiday gift guide where they sell things that are stupid expensive. Uh, a 24 karat uh, mm, personal device, let's say, is fifteen thousand dollars. Wait, a sex toy. 24 karat. Yeah, gold. And Which party is struggling with? <laughs> He's like, I That's didn't a understand. Lot of carrots. I didn't understand people combine those things. That's a whole stew. Gwyneth Paltrow does. Uh-huh. Yeah, fifteen thousand dollars. A Louis Vuitton baby wardrobe trunk is seventy three thousand dollars. Uh, Chanel roller skates are $5,000. 
A leather tennis ball holder is $350. Here's my question. Is this offensive? Yeah. And worthy of derision? Or is it just, hey, man, there are rich people out there with lots of money and... They want to show off a $15,000 sex toy. But I think that's part of the problem, right? I think part of the problem is that there are people who have so much money that, like, you would pay $400 for a leather pouch that you could theoretically put tennis balls in, right? I think that's, I think you're paying, I don't, I don't, you know what? I'm not even going to say what I think about the gold thing because it's a little crass and gross, but I, I, you can imagine, you know. I'm going to say what I think about that. You're willing to spend $15,000 on that while people don't have enough food to eat. Yeah. There there that's, is a, something, that's a less crass way to say what There is something say. wrong with you. Now, I'm not saying you can't spend your money or have your money or whatever, but if you're, if you're that, that I would consider waste. If you are wasting money on a gold sex toy, you're wrong. You're mm-hmm. sick. There's something wrong with you. You should be doing something better with that. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't have your private jet. I'm not saying you can't drive your, you know, fancy ass cars or whatever. But if if that's the level that you're going to to display Yeah, there's something about that one in particular, <laughs> which we all get, that is especially like it's obviously for the joke. It's not because it's better at yeah. what it does. And so that is, I'm so rich, I can buy yes, this. It's, yes. a, it's a definition of excess. There, most people, $15,000 would change their lives, not forever, but it would get them out of a hole. Yeah. It, it, would, it would feed a lot of people. <laughs> and yes. I mean, I, and I would throw that in there. If you're one of those people that has solid gold, anything in your bathroom, or anything jeweled or anything super value in your bathroom. Gold toilet. You thing. are low class. There is something wrong with you. There is no way you should do that when. Now, again, if we lived in the world where there was no hunger and things were perfect, wonderful. Have what you want. It's just such a crass display. There's, there's no way for me to hear that and not just go, ugh. Yeah. Something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked. Yep, good I, felt question. Sa- I felt the same so way. So you agree? Good. I, I do. Yeah. That bothers me more than a $300,000 car. I, I agree. I don't know why. And and it's not just that particular thing, the the 24 karat sex toy. It's it's just anything that is that could and and reasonably should be mundane turned into something amazing or something expensive well, just I mean, because also, like just because I would never buy anything Louis Vuitton because mm-hmm. I don't care. Right. But I would also never buy a piece of luggage, especially one that's that tiny, for seventy three thousand dollars. Yeah, there's something wrong with that. I would you. feel so much better giving that money to someone else or I don't know, pretty much anything. Yeah. Do you al- know how many, you don't have any idea how many gold sex toys you can buy for that? <laughs> Well, based like on five. the math, yeah, I say based on the math, about five. <laughs> Tell you guys about Blue Tail Medical Group. I will uh, concede to you that what they do at Blue Tail sounds too good to be true. That, and I've seen the procedures happen. And while I wouldn't just do it for fun, uh, I've never seen anyone even wince. I've never seen anyone not tolerate it well. And what they do is they basically pull out your stem cells from your body. They do their little magic where they spin it down. I don't pretend to know what that does. And then they put it back in. 
Now, you need an expert. You need a medical doctor, in my opinion, to do that because they're using needles. And if they hit something they shouldn't, you're in really big trouble. But your body is the true MVP here because once they put that into your body, their work's kind of done. Your body will take your stem cells and turn it into what you and the doctors want it to be. And again, just being honest, I don't know how. I don't know how that happens. But I've seen about a dozen procedures, and one that sticks out to me is this guy who was a uh, a special forces fighter for, for our country. Jumped out of hundreds of planes, uh, been shot, uh, had everything broken, and like one of his arms was permanently numb, and he's had multiple surgeries, and he said the only thing, the only thing that has helped, that's really helped him appreciably is the stem cell therapy he gets from Blue Tail Medical Group. So if it works for someone like that, if you have bad knees, bad hip, uh, bad shoulder from playing high school football, or you're younger and you're an athlete and you're having trouble with XYZ, talk to these guys. 636-778-2900 or bluetailmedicalgroup.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 